Hello, beautiful friends. Welcome to the Goddess Activation Podcast, where we dive deep into all things divine feminine energy, pleasure, healing, sensuality, and really living connected with our bodies. I'm your host, Nikita Anand, spiritual embodiment coach and Kundalini and Tantra facilitator. And if you're ready to remember, reclaim, and activate the ancient wisdom that has always been within your body, stay tuned. Welcome back to the Goddess Activation Podcast. It is such an honor to have you with us today. We are talking about the key to confidence, self-trust, self-love, and really moving forward with your purpose, with your dreams, with your with creating the life that you want. And I know these words are thrown around a lot lately, especially on Instagram and every Instagram post whatsoever. But this really is your only life that you know that you're living right now. So if we are not making the effort, and yes, it's not always just orgasmic manifestation, sometimes it takes effort. But if we are not making the effort to actually create the life that we want in this lifetime, then what are we doing? Because if you're listening to this episode, you are not here to complain. You are here to make the necessary steps and to do the inner work that it takes to really expand and to deepen your confidence, deepen your self-trust, deepen your self-love and make those steps that you know are necessary to move forward in creating the life of your dreams. So what is the key to confidence, to self-love, to self-trust? This might sound a bit like, duh, yes, but the thing is, I feel like we know it. A lot of us know what the key is, but we don't fully do it because it still scares us. And the key that I'm talking about is fully seeing yourself, like actually seeing yourself your truth, your magic, your light, but also the ways in which you are, I'm going to say directly bullshitting yourself or playing small or hiding or avoiding feeling things, avoiding feeling different emotions, sensations, and doing the work around maybe doubt, fear, or old traumatic experiences. Now, of course, I just said the word trauma. Things aren't just like, okay, let me work with the trauma and it's done. Of course, there's complex trauma. It takes work. It takes time. But if we are not actively doing the work of actually seeing ourselves, especially in those moments, in those phases, in those situations where it feels really hard, we will not deepen our confidence. We will not deepen our self-trust. We might feel like we are. We might do like baby steps. But the key that actually changes you into, oh my gosh, I'm actually feeling love and excitement and like trust in myself the thing that will actually create that is you actually seeing yourself and that most often takes looking at the first few layers which are oh my gosh I've been hiding from this I've been hiding from myself I've been hiding from this and this and this I've been avoiding feeling this I've been oh, I've been avoiding integrating and processing this situation and this experience and this and this and this so oftentimes, the first steps are really looking at the layers in which you have been avoiding seeing yourself, seeing your truth, seeing the deeper level of who you really are, because it feels scary. But the truth is, when you start seeing yourself, you will be flooded with so many tears in your eyes and your heart cracking open, because you are looking at the purity, at the soul and at the innocence of your own self in your own eyes. And you get to recognize how harsh, how mean, how not encouraging you have been, how not encouraging you have been with yourself. So seeing yourself, it 
feels scary. It feels like there's a lot of resistance. But seeing yourself is the actual thing that will crack open your heart and your body to let life touch you, to let to allow yourself to receive the beauty of life, to receive the love of life of the people around you and of yourself. Seeing yourself will be the very thing that will move you out of that plateau where you have been or out of that resistance or container that you have been until right now. It will stretch you and it will not stretch you in this like, ah, it's moving slowly. It will very much catapult you. There are so many ways in which we hide truly seeing ourselves. Of course, we have the obvious distractions like alcohol, smoking, um, going out every day, watching TikTok, being on Instagram, watching television. Like, of course, there's these physical and obvious distractions and like sugar, food, all of these things. But there's also more subtle ones. There's the ones where you do sit down to meditate and do different practices, but you don't really allow yourself to feel. Or you do those practices, but mentally you are in your thoughts. You're thinking about doing it or you're like thinking, oh, I'm doing it, but you're not actually being in it and receiving the medicine of that practice itself. Does that make sense? Do you feel the difference in what I'm sharing here? For me, truly seeing yourself is like I said, it is the key that breaks you out of the comfort zone or out of the surrounding in which you have been lately. Like it catapults you forward. And you are the only one who can take the necessary action to let that happen, to actually allow yourself to feel yourself. So I want to share some very practical exercises that you can do here. And I dive much, much deeper in those inside of SSM, which is my, I mean, I always say it's the seven week online course that guides you step by step into really rewriting your relationship with your body and pleasure and sexuality. But it's not just, oh, it's sexuality and femininity focus. It is overall deepening your connection and your relationship with yourself, with your heart, with your womb, with your inner child. And there's a lot of exercises in there that support you in really seeing yourself. There's guided practices, guided ceremonies, and also smaller practices that you can do with yourself. But some of the practices that I want to share to get this journey started or to deepen this journey for you is you've heard me say this before, but looking at yourself in the mirror Eye gazing into your own eyes is so powerful. Eye gazing into your own eyes, no music, nothing, no distractions, just looking into your own eyes and letting any thoughts, any feelings that are coming up, letting them come up. The next step would be to do that naked, which of course um, is scary, which unveils this deeper layer of your true self and that I mean doing it naked will also add the component of deepening your relationship with your body not just overall yourself but also like your physical body with any shame with any guilt with any um feelings around body image around what you look like that will bring that up as well but it is a really great way to really start seeing yourself even more and as much as I love my somatic movement-based practices and ceremonies that I do and teach, with, in which you also really see yourself even deeper, especially if you've been hitting a plateau, doing movement practices can really help you shake up that old layer so that you can go deeper. 
And I do want to emphasize the importance of silent meditation or of kundalini meditation and breath work because if you're just starting out, movement can be a great, 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 great pathway to shake up all of those old stagnant energy and emotions. And it will always help you to go deeper and deeper and deeper. And when you have a certain level of experience with movement and um, movement-based practices, it can also sometimes be a sneaky way of hiding yourself because within movement you are doing, right? Of course, there's also types of movements where you're more receiving and more passive, which I also teach, but movement as itself is more actually doing. So it sometimes can be easy to use movement as a subtle little sneaky way of distraction and not going deeper as well. But this really depends on you as a person and how and where you are in your journey. So I want to share the importance of also doing silent meditation and pushing yourself a bit forward. Again, if you're new, then movement is probably better. But if you've been in this game for a few months and years, Push your limits with silent meditation and not just 10 minutes, 30 minutes, 40 minutes, 50 minutes, because that is when you reach your usual threshold and you have to push yourself to stay in that silent meditation or in that Kundalini meditation and really stay with your breath and go deeper. Because meditating for 10 and 20 minutes, that that can become easy once you practice it. But staying in that for 30, 40, 50 minutes, that takes that takes mental power and also like physical powers, committing to it and doing it. And I don't mean that you have to start doing it every single day, especially if this is like, oh, I don't want to do this. If this doesn't align with you, don't do it. But doing prolonged meditation will support you in really seeing yourself because you get so clear with your own breath, with your own consciousness that you afterwards see so much more clearly. You see your own behaviors and patterns and emotions more clearly. You don't let your external life um, rock your boat as much or it's easier to respond to it as opposed to react to it. So I really want to share the importance or the power of doing prolonged meditation. And I know not everyone has the time to do one hour of meditation every day. That's not what I'm saying. But also you could make the time. It all depends on your priorities and what you want to do, what you want to focus on right now. But if deepening your confidence and your self-trust and self-love is really a focus for you right now, I cannot emphasize and recommend SSM and committing to a prolonged meditation practice for the next two weeks enough. Because both things, SSM will guide you step by step through this journey and doing the prolonged meditation every day for one or two weeks or every second day, that will expand your threshold. It will move you out of that comfort zone, like I've just said 10 times, it will expand that. And we have to do uncomfortable things to grow beyond our comfort zone. 
I've referenced the podcast episode from Chris Harder multiple times where him and his wife talk about you either choose discomfort right now so that you can feel comfort afterwards, like choosing the discomfort of an ice bath of meditation, of talking about the uncomfortable thing, of feeling your emotions, of doing that workout. And then you get to enjoy the comfort of feeling fit, of feeling healthy, of feeling energized, of feeling capable of having that more clear relationship with that person that you talk to. Or you can choose comfort right now. You can choose the comfort of just eating whatever you want, just watching Netflix for the next three hours of just lounging around. But then you will feel the discomfort after weeks and months and years of doing that, of not feeling energized, of not feeling healthy, of not feeling clear in your mind and in your body. So choose the discomfort of doing those prolonged meditations, of doing the practices that bring up resistance because on the other side of resistance is the answer to the prayer that you've been having. If we break down what self-trust really is, it is trusting yourself. It is trusting your intuition, your decisions, your capability of doing something new and of doing something that you have done multiple times. Now, confidence and self-trust, it is developed by doing something multiple times because the more I do something, the more I have the physical proof that I know how to do it. Like I know how to lift weights. I've done this more than a few thousand times. I know how to do it and I'm good at it. Okay, great. Now, lifting a heavier weight, I don't have the physical proof yet, but I do have the memory and the physical evidence that I was able to lift the lower weights. Now, I can try lifting the higher weight as well. It will be the first time that I do it, but I have somewhat of a proof library, so to say, in my brain and in my physical body already. Now, self-trust and confidence is created by doing things repeatedly. What happens when you do something new, when you're learning something new, when you're starting a new business, when you're um, in a new relationship? It's new. So you don't have the physical proof yet, but now you get to create it. Confidence and self-trust doesn't just happen. It happens by you seeing yourself in you deepening your proof library in all different areas of your life. And more than anything, self-trust and confidence will deepen by you sticking to the things that you say you will do. How many of us say we will work out tomorrow, we will um, eat less sugar tomorrow, we will do this and this tomorrow, but then we never do it. This is the fastest way to grow self-doubt in your body and in your mind. The fastest, if you don't stick to your words and if you don't follow through with them. And instead of saying too big aspirations, like I will never eat sugar again, I will work out every day again. Setting too high expectations can for a lot of people also be a way to failure in the sense of not falling through. Then you have more doubt going down that downward spiral. So set some goals or some intentions that are achievable that you know you can do and follow through with them. It can be small. Start with going for a walk every second day or whatever it is that your intentions are right now, whatever you're focusing right now, start with setting smaller intentions and do it. Follow through on it. I watched this video about sugar, how like after two weeks of not eating any sugar, your cravings will dissolve, all of these things. And I'm on, I think, day six or day seven that I haven't eaten any sugar and I'm so proud of myself. But I didn't tell myself I will never eat sugar again because I like I used to need a dessert after every meal. I think there's more chocolate in my blood than like actual blood. Um, so if I would have told myself to just never have a dessert again, 
this wouldn't have worked. I just told myself for the next two weeks, I will not eat any like fake sugar and it's working because I'm like, I want to do it. I want to do it because I want to feel more fit and have less brain fog, but also because I said I will do it for these two weeks. And I feel so proud of myself because I've been sticking to it the past six days, the past six days. And I just feel amazing and even more capable because I've been trusting my own words and I've been following through on that. So stick to your words. Daniel Di Piazza, he's an author and really cool guy. He once said, my word is law. Like if you tell yourself my word is law and fully like embody that, you will follow through on the words, on the things that you say you will do. And the last thing I want to share today, which also ties into the first part of really seeing yourself, is that if you are catching yourself living in a comparison loop right now, feeling jealous and comparing yourself to everyone, there is deeper inner work to be done by you on your end, cleaning up all the insecurities and jealousy and all of these things. Yes. And also like feel the jealousy, work with it. And the second part to that is start taking the action so that you can create your own dream life as opposed to only consuming how others are living their dream life and if you need to unfollow these people for a while mute them don't be on instagram that much don't scroll around that much if you are finding yourself in this comparison loop what do you need to take a break from so that you can focus even more on yourself and deepening your own confidence and your trust and taking the necessary step to really like i said start creating your dream life so that you're not just consuming other people do that but start doing it yourself because there is proof of other people doing that all over instagram you will find millions millions of people who already have the thing that you want to have and but those people are already reaching for the next level. And you can compare yourself, but that will not support you in any way. That will probably just bring down your energy and bring down your inspiration. And we don't want you to be a copycat of someone else living their dream life online. We want you in your own essence, in with your magical superpowers that only you have. And even if you're a yoga teacher, even if you're a new online co coach, yes, there are millions of other yoga teachers and online coaches out there, but you have your own essence. You have your own medicine. And if you're new in this work, maybe take some more time to really connect with that. But that will not happen if you spend the majority of your day just comparing yourself to others you will connect with your essence by you practicing those things practicing your purpose practicing the things that you want to teach yourself by spending that quality time with yourself doing the things that you want to teach that is how you will connect with your inner essence even more so I don't know who needed to hear that but I know someone did I hope this episode helped you I hope this episode supported you I would love to hear how this episode activated you or inspired you or brought up for you. Please share that with me on Instagram at soulcoachnikita. And if you want to dive deeper into this work of really connecting with your inner power, with your confidence and self-love, I invite you into SSM, Sensual Sexuality Mastery, the seven-week online course that will support you with lots of teachings, guided ceremonies, and practices to connect with your inner essence, to connect with your inner power, to connect with your unlimited love and devotion and worshiping for yourself. 
And if you prefer one-to-one support, I have two spots open for three months and six months of one-to-one mentorship where everything we do is 100% tailored to you and your goals and your dreams and your purpose so that you can step into your power, be confident and start showing up in the world as your highest self even more embodied in your true essence, embodied in your true power. If you want to learn more about the one-to-one mentorship, you can DM me on Instagram at soulcoachnikita or send me an email nikita at anandawayoflife.com and I cannot wait to hear from you. Thank you for tuning in and I will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. We would love to hear what your favorite takeaways were by DMing us at Soul Coach Nikita on Instagram. If you would leave a five-star review on this podcast or share it with your friends and family and in your IG story and tagging us at Soul Coach Nikita, that would greatly help us spread the message and reach even more people. If there is anything that you wish and desire for us to cover in this podcast, please DM us at soulcoachnikita on Instagram and we will try our best to cover it. Sending you so much love. XOXO, Nikita.